happening? What's popping? What's going on? Happy rainy Monday. I know we have been incognito for a few days. That's because we needed a little rest up there. You know, we had a lot going on. This weather was not exactly very motivating. Um, and it was important for everyone to get some time, some self-care time. CJ here, and this is the sound of black and brown. I hope that wherever you are, whoever you're with, you like it, you love it, and you want to be there. You know, we need a lot of joy these days. So today's episode, A Tale of Two White Men, we're going to be talking about a plethora of things, of course, um, from the city to all the way up to the capital. What's going on here in America, man? Like, there's so much going on. They talk about wanting this freedom, this liberation, this progress, but do we really get that? Do we stop and pause for a cause? I mean, this is a country that, you know, decided it would be a great idea to have stores open on a Sunday, right? Nothing like a seven-day work week. You know, you don't see much investment into, you know, community in terms of self-care. And that's why, you know, self-care, we have to prioritize that, especially in our black and brown communities. Because I don't know about you, but we've been through a lot of shit. So I see Manny just joined in. Before we invite him to speak here, I just want to read something from A People's History of the United States by Howard Zinn, right, from the chapter Robber Barons and Rebels. This was not just a whim from of the 1880s and 1890s. It went back to the founding fathers who had learned a law in the era of Blackstone's commentaries, which said, so great is the regard of the law for private property that will not authorize the less violation of it. No, not even for the common good of the whole community. Control in modern times requires modern force, modern law. It requires that a population dangerously concentrated in cities and factories whose lives are filled with cause for rebellion be taught that all is right as it is. And so the schools, the churches, the popular literature taught to be rich was a sign of superiority, to be poor a sign of personal failure. And that the only way upward for a poor person was to climb <laughs> climb <laughs> into the ranks of the rich by extraordinary effort and extraordinary luck. I'm laughing there because I meant to say climb, but it is, it is really a crime. You know, there's so much going on. Um, you know, right now, politically, and I dare say that whether or not you believe in politics or follow it, whatever, whatever you decided to tell yourself so you don't have to confront it, I, I don't know how to tell you this. I, I don't even know if Manny knows how to tell you this, but you have to get involved. People, we need people to get involved, right? We're here battling with climate change. We're here battling with all these different things. I mean, I just was reading an article regarding the after, before and after school program cuts right here in New Haven. And I'm thinking about the local um, mayoral campaign here in New Haven. And I was also reading an article um, based on the person who has now decided to come out as a Republican who is running against the current mayor of New Haven. Now, I never said that me and the mayor of New Haven are best friends. I ain't going to lie. But I find this all very interesting. I'm going to pause for a cause now. Manny, bless us with a few words. First, to begin, how's your day going? 
it's been quite a day already. Um, it's been very busy, productive, uh, actually filled with a lot of politics, actually. <laughs> Why? Color me not surprised. So, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to jump right in it. I know you saw that whole back and forth there with Goldenberg and Ellicott, right? So mm-hmm. There's this whole thing with um, Goldenberg calling out the current mayor of New Haven, Democratic um, mayor. Let's just understand that repeatedly for a reason. Um, Justin Elliker, white boy Just, and um, white boy Tom Goldenberg, he was a proclaimed Democrat who's now running on the Republican ticket. And since losing the nomination has been reappearing in our lives, you know, he's contesting everything from the ballots. He's now saying that there's a lot of corruption happening here that there is disagreement between the App Foundation and the city of New Haven that is not good for the residents. How do you feel about all of that, Manny? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I have to, you know, I am coming from a, a neutral standpoint, right? Uh, you know, I don't favor one person over the other, <laughs> you know. Um, but you, you have to be blind to not see that this rhetoric, that these, this tactic of coming after the other political opponent with, you know, phrases and accusations of conspiracy and wrongdoing and corruption, et cetera, et cetera. It, it really does fall in line with the Republican Party in recent years, right? Um, I mean, we've seen it with multiple Republican candidates on, on local, state, and, you know, federal levels, right? Is that they're running against an opponent, whether it's a, another Republican opponent, whether it's a Democrat or an independent, they just seem to adopt this rhetoric of accusing them of corruption, accusing them of conspiracy, accusing them of doing things on the table. You know, it's just, it's something that happens. So I see this, um, and again, it's hard not to uh, immediately identify that rhetoric being used, right? Um, Goldenberg going ahead and saying that, you know, the mayor, and the administration doing these backhand deals and, you know, it's conspiracy and corruption, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, it's messy. And and I have to agree with what Justin Alicker says that, you know, it is unethical, right? Um, like, wh- why are you doing that uh, at this race? I mean, you're right, right? Justin and I aren't best friends. We don't go ice skating. We don't have tea. But in my opinion, Goldenberg from the very beginning, I I can't trust this man. And I find it interesting by whom is supporting him. Because I don't understand how you all could trust this man. I really don't. What is he running as? Is he a Democrat running as a Republican? Let's just start there. And then, even if this is true to fact, why did you wait till now? Like, that's such a smear campaign move that takes away from everything. It's as if we're outside, and they're fighting, and we're all watching. 
That's what that looks like to me. Two white boys, no, no, you can't say that to me. I'm going to tell my mom. Like, really? Really? Where's the democracy there? Like, how are we supposed to get people or are people impacted by that, Manny, would you say? Would you say that this type of activity affects the voting population and those who are interested? Does it affect democracy? What do you think? absolutely does it really does um you know it 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 one definitely deters um any future candidates right who like are seeking (laughs) to run for office right because it's like oh you know if i go to run right um what are they going to come up you know against me right what are they going to say about me what conspiracy am i so-called going to be involved in right so it deters this you know, uh, this chance of like having, you know, other good people from the community and, and, uh, you know, who are interested in public office or interested in running from even doing so. Right. And that's on any level, whether it's mayor, alderman or senator, whatever. Right. Um, but then two, as the voting population goes, right, the residents of the city, I mean, think about it. It's, you're watching the two candidates who, you know, are both supposed to be going to represent you, right, <laughs> as a city. And these really unethical remarks are being thrown around and accusations, allegations, conspiracy, right? And it just keeps going on and on and on. And it so, does. It does. And know. here's the thing. You know who else did the same damn thing? Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, is like, you know, here in New Haven, again, I'm going to say it again. We're not endorsing Ellicott. Don't get confused. Don't fall out your chair. Don't don't text people and say that. We're not saying that. What we're saying is, is that this is just like a dirty hand trick because in my opinion, right, like, okay, well, let's dial it back, Manny. We're running against each other in a campaign. There's going to be mudslinging, isn't there? Wouldn't there be some degree of mudslinging in your opinion? Absolutely. Right. So would you say that in that case, wouldn't this have been a thing that should have come out at a debate rather than now? Do you feel like it makes a difference or do you feel like it should not have come out at all? What's your thought on that? Yeah. um, If this were going to come out, I mean, if this, whatever he's trying to do, raise concern over conversation, or whatever, right? Um, That's a great damn observation. You just made me think. So what the fuck is he trying to do? Yeah, like, I'm know, trying to figure that out. Like, I don't understand. I caught this article late in, in the week. And I was really sitting here trying to grapple, like, what is he trying to do, Manny? Like, I'm trying right. to figure this out. Exactly. I mean, it, it, and I'm, I read the article and, and, you know, hearing what he's saying. And, and again, like... Okay, I'm not I'm not endorsing one specific person, but I mean on a common sense level, I mean you know an article says, um, you know that that Elika responded saying, uh, you know for a candidate to throw out allegations with no information whatsoever is unethical because like here you know Tom goes and holds his press conference and it's just. Allegation, 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 conspiracy, this, 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 this. 
And it's like, okay, but what, what are you actually trying to bring up? What are you trying right? to bring up? Because it's not, it's not making sense to me. Like, exactly. I'm trying to put the two and two, and all I keep coming back to is the other two white boys who do no kind of shit, and as Ron DeSantis, your friends Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump, Biden playing some games too, but like, these white boys need to get it together, Manny. Right, so, you know, so if that was going to be brought up, whatever that you are trying to bring up, right, and you, right. you want it to be addressed, then, yes, it should have been entered as a question in a political debate, right? Like, you know, it, maybe the moderator would go, uh, you know, Mr. Mayor and Mr. Edgar, um, there's been concerns about such and such, such and such, what are your remarks, Right. Can you address this? Okay, there you go. A very formal way to address it. You, the concerns brought up in a respectful manner, right? Rather than going on a press conference and then just spewing allegations and allegations and accusations and conspiracies and stuff, that's not that's not the way you do anything. You you don't do no because it like I said it, it sounds like they're outside you know, and you said this about my mom. That's what this sounds like and seems like. And to me, this again, and so people, I want you to think about this on a bigger scale, right? Listen to what he's saying, the young voice, right? And me and my old self, right? The thing about it is at the end of the day, when people see this type of interaction, why the fuck would they take out their good jacket, use their gas and go vote? If we're looking like we can't get our shit together, it took us how long to put Donald Trump up? to be incarcerated are you serious i could go sneeze hard outside and get arrested quicker than any of them now right back in new haven you have other white boys like norman pattis who was just able to get charges reduced from two pro for two proud boys are you serious two proud boys who were involved in that january 6th attempted coup at the capitol Washington, remember all them people who was running like ants and thought they was going to do something, then this chick started crying and all this other shit, remember that? Yeah, Norman Pattis. Norman Pattis, who had previously pretended to give a fuck about black and brown people and switched his game up a few years back, right? I mean, it started coming out slowly but surely. He would be representing, you know, police and other people who, you know, weren't very well regarded in the black and brown communities. And so people's eyebrows went up like, wait a minute, wait a minute. How you went from representing people who trying to beat their charge, you know, the little black or brown person, to now, you know, rubbing shoulders with these fuckers, man. Like, what's really going on here? But that just goes to show you how, you know, this goes, really. Two months ago, Tom Goldenberg was running around New Haven claiming to be the best Democrat since sliced bread, right? Um, he attempted to contact me so that he could be on this podcast to share his side. No, you will not use this platform to spread your bullshit, bro. You're going to keep that shit over there, and it is bullshit because you keep baiting and switching people, right? How about you, you know, have a press conference and explain how you had your employees all those people involved in your campaign thinking that you were running as a Democrat, and so they put forward their work and recommendations in that manner, but all the while you were really going to switch it the fuck up. This man is just, the word to describe Tom Goldenberg is unethical, in my opinion. What's your thoughts on that, Manny? 
Sorry, you brought up towards the end there. I was just asking, what was your thoughts on that? Given his behavior, you know, I find him to be unethical from the very, very beginning. And I was mm. just asking for what is your general thoughts on that? Yeah. Yeah, you know, again, like I said, I mean, you know, if there's something that I, I'm passionate about, it's, like, it's, it's politics, elections, it's elected officials. I would never, ever sit here and, you know, say that any candidate, whether Democrat or Republican or Independent, whatever, when they resort to the methods and strategies of, you know, bashing the other candidate and throwing out allegations, accusations, conspiracies, right? No, that that is... No, I want to jump in real quick, Manny. Sorry to cut you, but I just want to say this piece. I can't not say it. Have I bashed people going up for office? I wouldn't call it bashing as a community member. We call any out on your shit. But I think there's a difference between that versus this, which seems like a straight out smear campaign. Like, there doesn't seem to be a rhyme or reason to it, is what I'm getting. What about you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, it's, there's a difference between holding someone accountable, right? Like, calling them out on things that they have done, right? That people know. And then this, right? This, this very unethical, you know, accusatory, just conspiracy, you know, way of going at another person. Like, that, that's different, you know? Absolutely, because it's been it's been like an ongoing thing, right? This is the same person who not too long ago, wasn't he saying that they didn't count his ballots correctly? Wasn't that the thing the other day when, when they did the primary, Manny? He complained about that and he tried to file yeah. a lawsuit or some shit. Like, this guy's yeah. all over the place. I I can't imagine working on his campaign and feeling comfortable right now. Now, the article that I'm looking at is from the New Haven Independent, and he had a huge crowd. He had three reporters and three members of his staff, Goldenberg, at his press conference. Hence the reason he didn't show pictures of anything because nobody was there, right? So what will it take? What should people – let me rephrase that. What do you feel people should be asking themselves leading into November, Manny? Um. Okay, I think I think leading into November, it comes down to um, observing how these two candidates uh, hold themselves uh, and and interact with each other up until November. As we've seen, uh, Goldenberg is out on the offensive, right, coming with conspiracies and allegations, accusations. Um, we see Elliker on the defensive, right, um, and and being calm about it. As again, in public eye, at least as we see, you know, we can't speak for behind closed doors, but in public, he's maintaining his cool and and calmly defending himself. Um, hasn't launched any offensive towards the other candidate. So going forward, people should, you know, just. See the dynamic, observe it, see how that goes. Um, but also, in observing that, like, let that tell you as a voter, right, who these people are, 
right? To the best of the, of, of the ability that we can know who they are, right? <laughs> I mean, also keep that in mind. Um, but keep your eyes on these two candidates. I mean, these are going to be like the final candidates, right? At the end of the day, it's going to be Tom versus Elliker. Um, and so keep that in mind, right? Observe who they are. Know that their actions are going to speak to their characters. So when you cast your vote, just, just be conscious of that. Right, be conscious of who you're voting for and the type of person you're voting for. I think that's great advice. I think that's really, really great advice. You know, I was never a fan um, of, you know, bipartisan shit because, in my opinion, that's what led us here. Right? You have this man, Tom Goldenberg, who's loosely using terms to win favor. And what I worry about is that he has a hell of a bark, but that bite is not sticking, right? And I want black and brown people to think about that. I know you're disappointed in democracy as it stands. I get it. You have a lot to be disappointed for. Absolutely. But that should mean more reason for you to call your friend, sit with your neighbor, talk to your cousin, have a conversation with that uncle and auntie about what should happen next. Just like you all follow Nicki Minaj and all these other people who making a bunch of money and don't care about you, you need to study what's going on in your backyard, okay? Because right now, Donald Trump is sitting somewhere nice and comfy, secure. He has running water. He has good food, and he has clothes that fit him, unlike the black and brown brothers and sisters who have been beaten who have been shamed, who have been stigmatized and criminalized and sitting in jail cells that are worse than some of the worst toilets you've ever seen, okay? On a day like today, when it's raining like this, can you imagine being in a concrete building where there's leaks everywhere so you don't know where this water is coming from, right? Everything is leaking, okay? It's tight. The air is humid. You have on the same clothes you had on from two days ago. Your food tastes like somebody sat in it. Would you want to live like that? But guess what? Money can buy power for some people, right? And Donald Trump is an example, as we just said. Right now, Tom Goldenberg is is sounding more and more like his stepdaddy. Maybe he's Trump's lost child. I don't know, because he's following the same playbook, Manny, right? So in saying all that I just said, who pays in the fight when two white men go to battle like this for democracy? Who would you say pays, Manny, in that fight? Us, the voters, the residents of the city, the constituents. I I guess that would be the bar scale, right, the constituents. Yes. And can you just share, in your opinion, how do we pay? Because I don't think people realize... When you distance yourself from this, we pay, don't we? Or do we? What do you think? Yeah, of course. I mean, you know, what suffers in in the battle, right, between candidates, right, when they do things like this, one, right, is the, um, the belief and the respect that we have for the voting process for elections, for elected officials, right, for democracy itself, 
right? Um, we, we really, so many constituents just lose any type of respect or, or really just any, um, belief in, in the efficacy, right? Of, of democracy and the meaning of it, right? Um, because here they are witnessing things like this, right? So then again, and also what happens is the, the candidates get too focused on themselves, right? On each other that things that should be maintained, right? Things like the city or education or, or even just instead of, you know, talking about conspiracies and allegations and accusations, right? Things that should be talked about between the candidates, right? Uh, and address between the candidates, things like education and housing and food and programs and resources. So those things aren't being talked about because, right, is the distraction, right? Because all this is now is conspiracy and uh, allegation this and accusing him of this and whatever, whatever, right? But again, we as the voters, we don't want to hear none of that. We don't, <laughs> we don't want to hear about a hey, conspiracy or allegation. No. We want to know, what are you going to do about homeless people? What are you going to do about program? That's the only thing we want to hear about. But do we, do we want to know, Manny? Because here's my thing. This was a conversation that I had with a friend recently who argued that the problem is not enough people are demanding answers. What's your thoughts Ooh. on that? Ooh. That's actually a really good point. Wow. Yeah, you're, you're so right about that. But, but see, but that goes exactly to, to what I said is, is things like that are the result of the constituents no longer believing in an election, no longer believing in candidates, no longer believing now, in. Now, Manny, just to go with the point that you're making, right? Cause I want to, I want you to stay right there, but just, you know, say more because I, 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 I am so confused how people can't see what's going on here. Least you all forget, Trump used to be a Democrat. He basically did the same shit Tom Goldenberg is doing. Am I right or wrong? Yeah, yeah. Right. Now, where is the democracy, Manny, when someone switches sides? Aha. Mm. Mm. Wow. See, you really did tie that in good, right? It it has the right because us as a constituents, when we see things like that, Right when we see that switch, it fosters an atmosphere of mistrust. Right, because we're like, whoa, hold on now, what, what did we, what did we miss here? Like you were, you were a Democrat, we were like full on behind you, or whatever, and you're a Republican now. You like, hold on, wait a second, <laughs> what did we miss? Right, um. And so, yeah, so then you're like, okay, well then, now, like, now, one, can we still trust the candidate, right? Can we still support them? Because now they're the opposite party, right? One, we don't know how in the world they ended up going to the opposite party, right? <laughs> still no explanation on that end. And so, yeah, so, so it, it really does create that mistrust because it's like you thought you knew one thing for certain about the candidate and you wake up one morning you look on the news 
And all of a sudden, <laughs> it's a completely whole different other thing. I mean, I couldn't have said that better, right? And it's like, again, Trump used to be a Democrat. Don't don't get it fucking twisted. And he was one of the main people who publicly and shamelessly wanted so much to happen to those young boys from the Central Park Five. Let's not forget that. He put those boys through torture. He sat there. He wanted to take out ads. He took out a couple. He was shameless. This man was shameless. Mm -hmm. Like, what the fuck? Right? And here comes Tom Goldenberg. Again, Dustin Elliker did not pay anybody up here to say nothing. This is just us talking and saying as two people how we feel about it because we need to talk about this shit, y'all. Don't just vote for somebody and say shit like, well, I guess I can't vote for nobody else. Well, if you don't like who's there, how about we figure out who should be, right? Manny, why does this country, from the city to the state, right, struggle with progress? What's the problem here that you see? Yeah, it's it's again is is that there has been such a creation and uh really a, a retainment and kind of just sustainment <laughs> really all that of of this mistrust right from the constituents towards political office towards elections towards the whole political process right that the same types of people keep running for elected office, right? And so, you know, you end up getting faced with a worse or worse or, you know, kind of choice for, you know, the, the <laughs> whoever's going to be in the position, right? But it's because we, right, we as a people, we, the, you know, marginalized, right, community, the population of not just the city, the state, the nation, whatever. We don't put our own people in there, right? We don't put us in the political process, in the, you know, the candidacy, in those uh, elected offices, right? But it's because so many of us, right? Yeah, we complain a lot, right? We complain a lot. And really, it's, it's, like, again, the solution, so to speak, right, because, uh, yeah, but the solution to at least is one step forward is putting us in there, going ahead and be like, you know, supporting each other, right, supporting those of us who, who do want to be in there, right, but also fostering an atmosphere that inspires more of us to go and, and throw ourselves into the political process, right, add some color into there, right, because – we keep just getting the same types of people for political Absolutely. Office. Absolutely. We got to spruce it up a little bit, Manny, like you say. We got, I couldn't, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't let up. you finish that. <laughs> well, I, I have to say, you're right on point, you know. And the thing is, is like there are people who complain, like they really complain. Now, I'm unaffiliated. So... Because of that, there wasn't an option for me. And that's another thing that needs to be changed, right? There's so many things that we could look at from the city level to improve 
voter participation. We could look at where the ballot boxes are. We could think about running voting campaigns. The city should really sponsor, in my opinion, a voter campaign where not two weeks, not a week, not three days, but two months before that final election. I should be seeing this like trees everywhere. I should be seeing it like clouds and debris and the bad air from Yale. I should see ads everywhere telling me where I could go to register to vote, what happens when I vote, what to expect, one, two, three, just like that. Where do I go if I want more information? I should know, I should have access, whether I could walk or I need a wheelchair or walking mm-hmm. device, I should be able to access my voting booth and I should be able to drop off my ballot. Don't you agree? Absolutely. But then if you do that, what's going to happen is then you'll get the black seat. People forget, right? Let's, let's go back in time now. Let's go back in time with our friends Fannie Mae, right? Let's go back there. And you all have to understand something. Here's why the access piece is huge. This is why having it, you know, the ballots in different languages make a difference, right? And that is a doable situation. Don't let them fuck with you. These are the things that you could demand to make democracy mean something. Let's go back to Fannie Mae's era. These folks marched, right? And we're not talking about that they were just sitting around their house. No, they came from work tired as shit. They didn't have ACs. They didn't have the internet. Hot as fuck. And they marched for their rights, and when it came down to voting time, they informed each other. We're not informing each other. We're giving up on each other. We have more bad shit to say about each other than we do good shit. And then we do dumb shit. We just do shit. Because then we sit there and we say, well, we need the white people to help us because the black people don't do shit. Well, why would they when you just said that? Why, why the fuck would they? I, I could never get that, Manny. Like, I, I just don't know. How can we? Is it possible? And I'm asking this question, and I, I don't, I myself don't know the answer, right? Because this is something that, again, same friend said, you know, the vote right now, there's low confidence in the vote. That is facts. We could see this from the voter turnout. We can see this from the enthusiasm. We have people more excited to go to the dollar store than to vote. How the hell did that happen? Manny. In your perspective, right, give me a timeline here, starting from now, things that can happen and build into the future. How can we restore hope in the vote, in your opinion? What are some things we could do now and maybe some things we can, you know, build from that point or just in the future? Talk. Let us know. Yeah. Um, we, we need to begin to... Stop saying to each other, right? Black and brown people, we need to stop saying to each other that you can't be in that position, right? Like that position is not for people who look like us. That has to stop. It really, really has to stop. If you hear that, if you are one who says it from time to time, right, that needs to stop. That way of thinking, we have to get rid of. Right. Because that's why things are the way they are. So no more saying that. If you hear someone say it right, or you, you hear uh, one of us black around people and we say, oh, like, I'm thinking about running for this or I'm thinking about, uh, you know, being part of this organization and uh, or, or this political campaign, whatever it is. Right. 
don't sit there and tell them they can't. Don't sit there and say, no, that's not for people who look like us. No, don't say that. And if you hear someone says it, stop them right there. Okay? So that's one. We need to support each other. Um, two, uh, inspire each other, right? Motivate each other. If you know someone who you think would be good, right, for, for going for office, right, or, or on some type of position, leadership position, motivate them. Motivate them. Tell them they can do it. Help them. Connect them with some resources. If you don't know, talk to other people. Say, hey, I know a person who I think would be really great. How can we, you know, who can we connect them to? How can we get it going? You know, be that, be support, right? Motivate them. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and right now, you know, the, in this election year, right, we don't have <laughs> the two final candidates. Our people look like us. Uh, but, I think what you can do is again have conversations, even with yourself, right? Have conversations with yourself and and, and with others, right? Um, and there should be conversations revolving around uh, the idea that we sh- we shouldn't be settling for a final you know choice or a final dynamic. Uh, worse and worse. That like we we should really be doing whatever we can to combat that, right? So going forward, when you when there comes another election, right, and you see a a person who looks like us, a person who either is from the inner city, right, who maybe doesn't have a degree and a doctor in the title, or they weren't a lawyer, right, or you know, none of those kind of distinguished, you know, positions or experiences, but they are running, right? Listen, don't don't bash them. Don't sit there and be, and count them out, right? Don't sit there and be like, you know, criticize them and and you know say why are they even running? No, no, support them, right? Support them, believe in them, right? Because, again, when you count them out, when you just say give up, right, or like what are you doing, like drop out, right, you start saying all that negativity, then what ends up being the last result is that those people, right, the people who look like us, when they face so much negativity and they drop out and they just, or or they just never even want to run in the first place, you keep sustaining this never-ending cycle that we are currently in. So that needs to stop. You, you, you need to do whatever you can. If you do it yourself, like I said, if you do it yourself, you need to start changing that. You, you really, really do. We should be supporting each other, not destroying each other. Spoken like a true leader. I mean, it's facts, right? I mean, there's stuff that we could do right, right now. Stuff we could do right now. You hear a young voice like that. To me, that sounds like a true leader. Don't you agree? Don't you agree that might be someone we might start to support and protect and empower? Shut down those negative conversations. Cut it out. You understand? And if you see another black or brown brother or sister who want to do some dumb foolishness to try to win, let them, you know what, it'll come out. It'll come out. 
we need to help each other get battle ready because we're not battle ready right now. Right now, we are not living our true justice. Our ancestors paved the way. What the fuck did we do with it? Did we pick up any cement? Did we grab any extra bricks? Did we decide to make the road longer or did we stump our own selves? Because that's what it seems like, right? We need to believe in our own democracy again. That's my thought. I don't feel like the black and brown people believe in their democracy because there's so many distractions in life that take away from your zest of wanting to participate in the first place. You want to go vote, but you're studying that you had to get to work. You need to get to work because if you don't get to work, you can't pay your light bill. If you don't pay your light bill, you can't cook. Then you have to figure out what you're going to cook. If you could afford that, will the kids even eat it? Did they like it the last time? How many times did you just make that dish? Look how many things I just spoke about, and that could all happen in 30 minutes in the life of a poor person, okay? And or the working poor, and we need to understand that, right? Where is that empathy? As he said, we are the ones who pay, you know. When you do not participate and when you let everything get whitewashed and you you let them have their way, guess who pays? It's us. It's us. We have great leaders in our community. You just heard the voice of one, right? Manny has shared previously his aspiration to run for office. He should not have to worry about that. He's, you know, we, we have the benefit of knowing where he's headed. So could we do better than before and actually get up and stand up and support him? Do you all think we could do that? Now, coming back to the New Haven again, right, Here's another reason why you have to get involved. Another of many. We have so many, right? Did you see, Manny, what's going on with Davis Street after school? That the parents now are pushing for the after school programs and the before school programs to come back, right? This is why we need the people who represent our needs to be in office. How the fuck is this still a conversation right now? Make it make sense, Manny. Make it make sense. Yeah, I, I did. I did see that. Um, that, that is un- very unfortunate thing. Um, but with with that situation, right? Um, again, I do. I do like to see that residents, right, the community members. Um, actually stand up and speak out, right? Um, that they go before these figures of authority, right? These people who make the decisions and, and tell them, right? Tell them what needs to happen, right? What's the problem and stuff. Um, I, I, that, that really, that motivates me. Um, but, but what was, um, what was disheartening to me, right? is the response right from these people of authority right and how excuses are made and and things are redirected and kind of you know gone around right and just avoided and so and and i i see that too often and it, it really does make me mad but here we are, we're talking about our youth, right? It's, it's programs for our youth, 
by teenagers, children. Why? Why are we, are, you know, are we sitting here as adults trying to make excuses, right? And, and avoiding and redirecting stuff. This, this, again, like I said, this is another way that we pay, right? Us as a community. We end up paying, right? Our children end up paying for it. That's, that's, that's what irks me. That really, that's what always got, has gotten me mad is that children who have no, they, they don't, you know, they don't get to vote, right? For the, for the people who end up being in the positions, right? They don't get to, you know, make those decisions as, as to who gets to control their lives, right? They don't, they don't have that ability. And so as the adults, right, who do have the ability, to put certain people in those positions to make the right decisions or hold those people that are in the position to accountable. So few do. Right? It's crazy. I'm glad that you're saying that because it's so friggin' true. And not only those, the, aha, uh-huh, not only is it so few who do, but the few who do, can you tell people what that is like in terms of <laughs> oh the rebuttal? <laughs> I don't think people get it. I mean, I used to attend these board of ed meetings, man. That's like a battlefield. Yeah. It's like a real battlefield. And the thing is, is that we're very underrepresented there. Mm-hmm. Granted, we have black and brown members of the board of education. But in terms of the people coming in, what pisses me off is that I'll see 10 white people coming to complain about something, not one black or brown person. Why is that? When are you all going to start showing up, man? You complain all the time, but when are you going to show up? Yeah. Right? I mean, that's how I feel about it. That's how I feel about it. I mean, I feel like, you know, in my opinion, when you have someone switching sides, going back to Tom real quick, then you have all this stuff happening with the border vet. You have Donald Trump who also switched sides, and he is just riding his train shamelessly because that's what they do. They do it shamelessly. Where the fuck is the accountability, dude? But if I go to work and I sneeze too hard or if I look like I have an attitude, that right up is coming. It's coming. It'll come before Christmas. Believe that. So how does that even work? I mean, most people who work can't even get the time off to go vote. If this country really believed in the democracy it speaks of, why wouldn't you make it mandatory for elections days to be paid days off? Very true, very true. Why is that impossible? Why do I have to sit here and risk my life to go pick up my kids, rush to vote, run back this way, all because you decided to be a selfish asshole? To me, it's just another way. Like, the the change just got revised, Manny, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And I, I worry for your generation because, like I've told you before, you're unique, right? And I worry because if folks my age, older, or a little younger, are dissuaded by what they see, it, it makes me, my mind boggles about how you almost look at us, right? We must look like a bunch of real dysfunctional, I don't even know what to say. Did we really pick up the civil rights baton or do we just leave it hanging? Mm. I feel, you know, I feel like our confidence got hit 
and we just don't know how to recover ourselves. And what we do is defensively, instead of confronting what needs to be confronted, we bring each other down. We're doing the yes. white man's work for him. We're doing the white man's work for him. We reward bad behavior. Mm -hmm. And then we wonder why nothing changes. What's your thoughts on that, Manny? CJ, I feel like I'm in church right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you started it. You started it. Because my thing is, is like, okay, this thing with, with, with uh, what's his name again? Tom Goldenberg, right? I mean, this guy, to me, he's been playing games from the very beginning, right? Um, and what I don't like, and it's not just him, but this is something that we spoke about and will continue to talk about on this podcast because it's important and it's necessary is the rise of conservatism. Because let me tell you all something, this bipartisan shit, that's really what it is. Manny broke it down for us quite a few times, how they play their game. It's very strategic. It's like a really um, bad game of chess, to be honest with you. But then they do things like what your friend Tom Goldenberg just did there, and they make these loud-ass um, accusations that are very unethical because, quite frankly, as much as I will, you know, I hold people accountable, at the same time, smearing someone just for the sake of it, that's a whole different category. And also bringing up facts, because what I didn't understand too, Manny, is in that whole back and forth, much like what we saw with Donald Trump, people like Tom Goldenberg and Donald Trump, they're very good at saying a lot of shit and saying they have proof. Where is it? <laughs> I'm just asking. Do you know where the truth is, Manny, with these people? <laughs> can you tell me so I can put it in my so GPS? True. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's the truth. <laughs> uh, Liz, I'm telling you, if I had a fan, I'd be fanning myself right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting a little hot in here. <laughs> Wait, isn't that something else? Because I read that article with Tom, and I said, nah. Nah, come on. Come on, Tom. You ain't that damn fucking bored. First of all, you really came outside your house, right? Wait, hold on. <laughs> This man, this man really came outside his house. No, this happened on September 15th, right? That's what, last Friday? First of all, it's Friday. I don't know about you all, but Friday was nice outside. I was not going to waste my time after all that heat to stand and listen to Tom attempt to dissuade me from any form of logic, okay? <laughs> because... <laughs> it just wasn't happening. I mean, people, let's be real here. He only had three people from his own campaign there. His Only three of his own employees and three reporters show up. Does that seem or sound to you like someone who's about social justice change that he's attempting to advocate for? Because that's the other part that pisses me off with this. It's the same as Ron DeSantis when he decided it was a great idea, right, that, um, yeah, open carry, no biggie. Yeah, it's no biggie. When when do we say, okay, enough is enough, Manny? Talk to the, the people my age and older. What should we be doing? Yeah, like I said, you, you gosh, we really, really have to stop settling for it. We really do. You, I mean, we all know, we, we, we sit here and we all know we do. We sit here with each other. We talk about it. 
You know, it's not like we're completely oblivious, right? We know what's going on. We hear what these people say. And we sit there, we sit on the porch, we sit on the front lawn, you know, in the car together, on the phone, right? And we talk about it, right? We talk about, hey, you hear what so-and-so said? Can you believe that? We we actually hold discussions on it. We do, (laughs) you know? Contrary to what people think, right? Oh, yeah, they're not paying attention. No, no, they see it. I love that, Manny. I have to jump in and say that. Please, I, I, listen, guys, I don't know what you're doing, whoever eating their food, whatever you're doing while you're listening. I want you all to pause for a cause, right? We need to listen better. Us, the older people, listen, we do, all right? It's, it's, a, it's a mutual thing. They need to listen to us, but we really do need to listen to them. Some of us are a little way too antiquated. Listen to what this young man's saying, man. Run that back again, Manny. Go for it. Talk, to, talk as if it's just me and you. You're telling us what you want us to do. Let's go. Yeah, no, you have to stop settling for it. We know what these people are saying. We hear, right? We hear these unethical accusations. We hear all these conspiracies being thrown around, right? Like, we know, we know, we know what's going on, right? And a lot of people believe that the marginalized community, right, because a lot of people don't vote, because a lot of people aren't going out there canvassing for the can stuff, Right, they're like, oh yeah, well they're just out of touch, right, with what's happening in the campaign and stuff. No, no, we hear it, we know what's going on, right? We we be seeing the news, we we hear, or not from the news, we just hear from other people, right? We talk about it, we all know we do, you know, whether you're on sitting on the porch, or you're on the lawn, or you're over the phone, or it just comes up randomly Can in the car. Can you give an example for those who might know? Because I'm serious, I think like. A lot of folks my age and older, and for those wondering how old is she, I keep trying to tell you that last supper back left. You'll see me there, right? <laughs> I'm right, 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 right there. Can you uh, describe, right, so people get it? Because it really bothers when I hear the older folks say, these young people don't listen. So they understand because we communicate different, right? In my time, when we would have these conversations, it would happen, say, just to give you an example, we'd all be sitting there studying and say, somebody would say, hey, you see that accident that happened on the road? And it would just start from that and evolve all the way to talking mm-hmm. about elections. How do you all do it now? Yeah. So, you know, with, with the whole rise of social media, right, everything's recorded, pictures are always taken, you know, of events and people or places or whatever posts are shared so you know okay i'll give you a perfect example um i i was uh I don't know if it was last week right and i'm sitting in uh one of my friend's house uh and we're in a room as a group of us and you know we are sitting there i was on my phone um, and then all of a sudden, one of, one of my friends ends up pointing her phone to me and going, Hey, dude, Manny, did you, um, did you see this? And what she showed me was, um, it was an, an Instagram post, um, about something that was happening in the city. I forget what it was. I think it was something that had to do with the board of education. And, she showed it to me and she was like, like, what is this? You know, like, everyone else that I know politics. So, you know, she, she comes to me and she's like, what is this? Like, what's, what's going on? 
And I looked at it and I, you know, just, I tried to give like a really quick summary because again, even in my own mind, right? I, I'm like, okay, even my own peers probably don't want to hear all the ins and outs of politics and that. So I tried to give a really quick summary. Um, and then that sparked one of my other friends having a question about it. They're like, okay, well, what did the board do? And it, just, and it, it went on to a conversation, right? Um, and suddenly they wanted to know, Okay, well, what is the board? Who's on the board? What does the board do? Okay, this this white guy. Okay, this was something they actually said. This white guy running for mayor. He has glasses, right? Who's he? What's he about, right? Like, uh, she said that she had passed by one of his <laughs> press conferences, and they're like, "Yeah, I saw him. I think he's running for mayor or something." You know, he has glasses and he's a tall white guy, and they're like, "What's it? What's his deal?" And so, you know, so I was there and I'm talking, I'm talking, I'm talking. And it, and we were there. We were there for about a good 45 minutes just talking about the Board of Education, about the school system, about the election, right? Um, it ended up being one of my friends who she turned 18 um, last month. And, you know, as we were talking about the election and stuff, and I was explaining what was happening in the election, um, she was like, oh, she's like, so should I vote in the next election? And then I was like, yeah, yeah, you should vote, <laughs> right? And then, and then that turned a whole different conversation, right? So like we do talk about it. We really do. It'll be something as simple as someone just comes across an Instagram post or an Instagram story, right? And then it'll turn into a whole discussion. That's really amazing. See, I hope for those tuning in, I hope you learned something there. Just because a young person didn't say it to you doesn't mean they're not thinking about it. I keep trying to tell you all, these young folks, they have a lot on their necks, and it's because you got to think about they have the bigger group, larger group of single-parent households. There's more poverty. There's more oppression. There's more having to work for it. They, they're not being given things, you know. A lot of these folks have to work literally from the bottom up, so it's not useful when they're sitting there and they don't know that we make them feel like they should not know or cannot know. There's so much we could learn from the younger people. Listen to what he just described. Nothing changed from my year. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. The same thing used to happen when I was in school. Some of us would be in the know about what's going on politically. Some of us not so much and some of us not at all. And we would have somebody like Manny, right, or myself, different people who would, you know, the conversation would just evolve. It would start with the strangest thing you could ever think of. It could be a pen. It could be somebody showed up to class late or anything. But the conversation happens and you might be surprised to learn the reactions these, these young people have to things. You might be really surprised and you might also be ashamed to know how they hold back on their thoughts and contributions. Just imagine what would happen. Follow my mind here. If we were able to get half of the cities, any city, all cities, for every city in America, you got half of the teenage population to do social justice art and put it up outside their school, what do you think going to happen? What do you think you're going to see? If you ask them half of all the teenagers in your state, you say, we're doing this project, we're entering people, we'll give you like, I don't know, a $100 gift ticket or something. 
show me illustrate in art what you see when you see when you hear the term social justice i think some of you all might be shocked by what you find what do you think about that idea manny absolutely i've seen it firsthand i really have i, I mean i myself right who have been in social justice for years when i have seen because uh, because there was a class project about that um in, in my high school and uh you know it was either in a uh, paragraph form right or or in an art form um what does social justice mean to you right what do you think about when you think about social justice and the art that came out of that was so profound right i mean it was beautiful it was absolutely amazing right it really it rekindled like my own motivation uh in my peers right my own uh belief in them because there were such beautiful illustrations from things like you know black lives matter to black pride to hispanic pride to lgbt Q, you know, rights and I mean climate change, right? I mean there were illustrations of the earth and and hands around the earth. I mean the most beautiful pictures and illustrations you could think of coming from the teenagers, right? Just off of the term social justice. Listen again, I absolutely. I could just totally imagine. Tried. I could hear it in your voice. Like that sounded like it was breathtaking because yeah. it will be. It will be, and that's where we're missing the mark, people. We're not handing over the baton at all. If anything, we're handing over a belt, right? We're not handing a baton, you know, we're handing a belt. That's two different things, right? The young people have a lot to give, and we're not allowing them to do that. Instead, we're browbeating them down, and then we're saying they're not doing enough, but we're sticking to our ways and wondering why nothing changes. I, I mean, I'm not Albert Einstein, but I don't think that works that way. Right. In order for you to change something, you have to challenge it. You have to say, okay, today is the day. It's not going to be the same as yesterday. We're going to make it maybe not better for today, but maybe the day after that and the day after that and the day after that. Right. But we have to want that to happen. We can't have young people like Manny, a gifted young soul like that. Right. Not every young person is meant to be an athlete, a singer, a model. Right. Or even a mathematician or great at the spelling bee some of them have other aspirations and dreams and that's what makes them so great you should be glad that after all the fuckery that just happened over these last 50 years we still have people like manny i, I tell you i am they have a lot of reason not to give a fuck about democracy because in this country in this fucking country the government has no problem finding money for war they could find that like a new york minute but you can't house people and you can't give people, you know, free t transportation. Why the fuck am I paying for city transportation when the bus going the same way I'm going? Didn't the city just pay for that? That's a whole other episode. But my point, my point is there's so much for them to be disappointed about. There's so much for them to lose hope about, right? Most of them have to do with our things that we talk about so lovingly right? Simple things, simple things that they'll know nothing about. I read an article where a young girl said she didn't even know what a pool looks like. 
because she grew up and she grows up in a neighborhood where you don't have stuff like that. So before you decide that you're going to write them off, let's write them back in and just remember to take that same pen and revise yourself. We don't know everything. If we knew everything, we'd be having this conversation right now. Before we sign off, Manny, because we, we have some stuff that's coming down. Don't don't get confused, people. Just because we took a pause for a cause, which on this podcast, uh, let me just remind you of something, right? Because I get feedback, and I just want to remind folks, we do not record anything here. This is not scripted. This is live. And to add to that, you know, as the topics come in, we discuss them. Manny is a young leader. He does not stay here, you know, promoting anything. We're just doing this. This is just an organic conversation to not just provoke thought, but action. Not just reaction, but action. We want things to change. We want things to be better. We're not bored, all right? We're not just sitting here because we have nothing better to do. We're sitting here bringing this up because we know with enough of us at the table, we could figure some shit out and make some change happen. One of the things that we have to revisit in more debt, because there's a lot of this happening, pre-election stuff, and we don't want to drown it all in that. But it is related. I hate to tell you all that, right? We got to talk about what's going on with our education system, y'all. We got to hear it because he he brushed by it in describing what that classroom sounds like. I wonder what you will think when you hear more. Hmm. But that's for another time. Manny, before we tune out, what's your final thoughts, brother? Yeah. Um, again, right. Uh, I want people to know that this campaign um, and any other campaign that might resemble it, right, where the strategy and tactics of throwing accusations and allegations, conspiracies, um, it is just by nature, just the principle of it, unethical. And, it, and that should never be resorted to. Regardless of the candidates, where the candidates are, I mean, I don't even care, right, who the candidates were. Just that itself being used is something that undermines the legitimacy and the, you know, the, the actual foundation of the election uh, and the political process itself. So, you know, again, be very, very conscious of who you're voting for, right? Their tactics, the way they've gone about things. Um, always keep that in mind. Re- again, regards to the candidate, this is not specific to a candidate, regardless of the candidate is, regardless of what year it is, whatever. Just always keep that in mind, please. Um, secondly, please, please, please stop, stop, stop. <laughs> Please stop destroying each other, right? When it comes to black and brown people wanting to be in higher positions, right? We really need to stop cutting the legs out from under each other. We really do, right? Instead of saying to a black or brown person, that that position isn't for you or, you know, that field isn't for people like us or no, no, that is a, that should have been a thought process that should have been stopped and ended decades ago, right? 
and is still here because, because we keep using it. So please, if you are one who uses it, please, please begin to take that out from yourself, right? Begin to shape and change your own perspective. And if you don't use that, great. If you hear someone else using it, whether it's a fan, a friend, a family member, or just another community person, address it, right? Challenge them on it, right? Tell them no, like that's, that's not, <laughs> we're not in that era anymore, right? Black and brown people can be in those positions. We can be leaders. We can be in politics, right? So support each other. Please, please support each other. Right. Uplift each other, motivate each other. Right. Um, that's what we should be focusing on. And lastly, I know that the political process and the elections and just democracy itself uh, has had so many attacks to undermine it and to destroy the legitimacy of it right? and the faith that we have in it. I know I fully recognize that. But please, as a people, right? Please, please, please. We cannot simply give up on it because that, that is the worst case scenario we can have is when we, the black and brown people of the nation, give up and lose faith in democracy. Cause then who does that open the door up to? all of the people who wish to control, restrict, and limit us. Conservatism thrives in that scenario. So please, I know it's hard. Trust me, I know. But we can't. We can't give up. We can't lose the faith. So find someone who, you know, you you can put your belief in, who, you know, you can really get behind, right? Um, and, and who hopefully can rekindle your faith and your hope in the legitimacy uh, of democracy in the electoral process. Um, but yeah, we, we have to support each other and, and just don't give up, right? I'll continue seeing you guys on the front line. You'll see me everywhere and anywhere. Um, and I, I just wish to see you there in some capacity as well. You know, this is why you, <laughs> I could never say this enough. This young man right here is different. He's different. He's unique. He's not the only one, right? We need to sharpen iron, sharpen iron, right? This is not the time to give up on our young people. We're still recovering from COVID, people. Let's be real about that. Let's be real, real about that. And we need to be adamant now more than ever about what representation looks like. And any time you have anybody who says to you, oh, well, my vote doesn't matter and it doesn't matter what I do, remind them what Donald Trump and his shit just did and what's to come. And then tell them about all the other black and brown people who committed lesser offensive things, but they're serving long ass sentences while he and his white privilege gets to run around on TV with bad suntans, right? We need to do a better job at educating and re-educating each other, 
right? We have some big topics that we plan to talk about. This is a grassroots show. We believe in self-care. We believe in empowerment. We believe in lifting up the voice of the voiceless. And we couldn't do any of that without you. So I just want to take a minute to thank all of those who continue to like, subscribe, and share. Thank you so much for your support. Your solidarity is greatly, greatly appreciated. Manny and I will wait for you all at the front line. And in the meantime, we're happy to take on your words of encouragement, you know, and we really, really appreciate your support. This young man isn't done. Trust me, y'all. He's just getting started. And I'm so glad you're here with